This is one of the most dangerous animals in the world. Deadly poisonous. Kills you practically with a glance. I'm gonna poke it with a stick. Tonight on the Upside Down Show with Ken. Ooh, that one's gonna leave a mark. That's the calculated risk you take to unleash a monkey. We're gonna meet a king from Axe who likes to put people to the sword. He may have got away with it today, but he is sure going to feel that one in the morning. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Hey, how about that band we got going? Nice. All right. Appreciate you all coming out to the show today. Um, Our guest that we're going to have, it's an interesting one. He was the hottest king in Judea. And over the last 2,000 years, he's gotten even hotter. Guarantee it. So, Coming to us straight from the capital of hell, the eternal lake of fire, let's give it up for King Agrippa the First. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Ken, so much. I love Fallout Boy. Really? They, uh, they have Fallout Boy in hell, huh? Well, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, no, we get, some, we get some pop music there like every century or so. So it's certainly a lot better than what they, what they play out of this thing. What is that? It's my ankle bracelet. Your, your ankle bracelet? That, oh, that's right, because uh, you're out on a pass tonight, yep. huh? Yeah. Okay, um... So let's say hypothetically, you decide to make a run for uh, <laughs> for Las Vegas after the show. Uh, is the demon police going to come chase you down or no, something? No, no, nothing like that. No, they just uh, this just starts playing music. It, it just just plays music. Yeah, but like really loud for a very long time. Really? Uh, what's it play? This one? Yeah. Last Christmas, I give you my heart. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, the one by Wham. Yeah, that's the one. Talk about hell mm. on earth. Yeah. No, yeah. no, guys. Oh, my gosh. I hate that song so much. So, okay, seriously. Um, yeah, so when uh, Hitler, Hitler was my cellmate in the 70s, and so he makes a break for it, right? He gets up to Central America. They snap a couple of pictures for the cover of the National Enquirer. And, but they catch him. They bring him back. Then I have to listen to Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by McCartney for like the next two decades. Wow, it, it seems like they sure play a lot of uh, Christmas music down there in hell. Yeah, but only the awful ones. Do not get me started on Christmas shoes. <laughs> okay. um, so, speaking of Christmas, I read that um, there are a lot of people out there that get you confused with the Herod that uh, tried to kill Jesus on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that wasn't me. No, that, uh, that was your your. Your grandpa? Yes. Okay. Um, so did, did you know him? Oh, yeah. I was, I was seven years old when, when he passed away. Oh, I am so sorry about that. Were the two of you close? I wouldn't go there since uh, he killed my dad. Uh, you, uh, your, your, your grandpa killed your, you killed your dad, huh? And that, my uncle. And your uncle? That's dark. Yeah, actually, he killed grandma, too. Oh, no. Not your mima. Yeah. So Caesar Augustus said, it's safer to be Herod's pig than to be his son. Ah, because the Jews don't eat pork and all. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. <sighs> Jews, they don't eat pork. They don't eat a lot of stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Um, wow, that's, that's awful. So, um, wow, that's a hard one to even go with. So, he, that one was your grandpa. So then, um, did you ever actually even meet Jesus? No, no, I was, uh, I was living in Rome during all of that. So you're not even the Herod who sent Jesus to be on trial with Pilate then, are you? No, that was my uncle Herod Antipas. Okay, so you got Grandpa Herod, you got Uncle Herod. Uncle Herod Antipas, because I also have an Uncle Herod Callisus. Wow, there are a lot of Herods hanging off your family tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually have an Aunt Herod, too. Look it up on Wikipedia. It's true. Really? Of course you do. So your family is basically like uh, George Foreman, five sons all named George. I don't know who that is. George, George Foreman, you know, the, the boxer. Oh, yeah, no, we don't, we don't get a ESPN in hell. Wow, not even a Chiefs game? Okay, so every four years they do, they, they do let us have the winter games, but they only let oh, us well, watch they're... rhythmic gymnastics and men's singles figure skating because it's hell. Ooh. Oh, that one right up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> so speaking of uh, men's figure skating, that is, uh, that's quite an outfit you got on there. Yeah, yeah. This is my royal robe of silver. This actually, this robe has a lot to do with how I, how I wound up in hell, actually. Well, okay, hold on. Don't go any further than that because we're going to get to that in the interview. I just, oh, okay. I, I thought we we're coming to that part. Sound like you were asking. That, no worries. Just, um, you know, simmer down a little. <laughs> simmer down, yeah. If it's less than 1,200 degrees in here today, I am, I'm simmered down for the day. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's talk about um, the time period when you were king of Israel. Let's go Okay, there. great. But actually, I was king of Judea. What's the difference? Okay, so Israel's what the Jews called it when they were like free in 900 BC. But by the time the Romans had it, they've scraped a bunch of territories together. They've, they named it Judea, which creatively means where the Jews live. And uh, I was appointed king of that. By the Romans? By the emperor Caligula himself. The Caligula, you knew that guy? Oh, uh, yeah, we were the same age. We, we grew up in the same house. You want to talk about wild parties? Caligula's house. I can imagine because, <clears throat> unfortunately, I've seen that movie. Um, have you ever seen the movie they oh, made about yeah, him? No, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, actually, funny story. I spend a lot of time with the producers of that movie because now they're all also in hell. Really? <laughs> so, so you were the king of Judea, but... You and the Jews, you guys really didn't go along all no, that well. No, no, not at all. Why? Well, you got to remember back then, the Jews didn't like very many people, right? They don't like Edomites. Technically, my family's all descended from, from Edom. And they don't like Romans. And the Romans are the ones who made me king. Who else? They don't like Christians. Yeah, they, but uh, you didn't like the Christians all that much either, right? No, no. That's actually one of the things we agreed on. Um, it was actually my sister and my niece that had John the Baptist beheaded. And then I had James, the brother of John, beheaded. Wow, there's a lot of beheading going on there in the Herod family. I bet your family reunions were quite a show. You betcha. Yeah, we had a catchphrase. Why don't you quit while you're ahead, kid? <laughs> so, yeah. So anyways, when I had, when I had James beheaded, uh, I thought... You know, the Jews loved it. They loved it. And I thought, finally, something we can bond over. So I go right out just to keep it rolling. I grab that uh, fisherman, Peter, and I, I have him thrown into prison. But not beheaded? Well, no, it was the holidays. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so um, I put, uh, f- plus you remember what happened when we uh, tried to execute a Christian leader last time during Passover. Yeah, uh, Easter. Right, that yeah. one. So I, I put four squads of four soldiers on him, and I, I, we tuck him away in prison. I think he'll keep till Monday. On Monday, we can give him the Herod haircut. So uh, we tuck him away. Monday rolls around. I can hear this huge commotion down at the prison, all the way up at my palace in Jerusalem. I can hear this going because- on. Because Peter had escaped from prison. Uh, he did, uh, not escaped. See, he was chained between two soldiers. Then he would have had to walk past two guard posts of soldiers. Then there's a huge locked iron gate. So no one escapes from my prison unless you are let out by someone inside. So you're saying that someone betrayed you? Definitely. Okay, the, the Christian account says that an angel of the Lord appears before him. And then the chains fall off his, his wrists. Then he walks across completely unseen past two guard posts to an iron gate, and it opens all by itself. Right. And my, my grandfather wanted to follow the wise men to Bethlehem so he could worship Jesus too. Come on, Luke knew better than that. Okay, okay so after this happens and Peter escapes... Was set loose. Okay. Um, but... How did you handle that? You, where do you go okay. from there? So there's this Roman law that says if you help a prisoner escape, you take the prisoner's penalty. Yeah, but this wasn't a Roman prison. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. But it's such a great law. We did it anyway. <laughs> so, so you're telling me that 16 guards suddenly <laughs> become a head shorter. All right. Uh, where do you go from there? What do you do after oh, that? Oh, I leave town. You left town. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to be there Monday when they start making fun of me for losing this ignorant fisherman from Galilee. So I moved up to Caesarea for the season. Caesarea? Why Caesarea? Oh, you know, I love the ocean air and hardly any Jews live in Caesarea. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, how'd that work out for you? Oh, it worked out great at first. I get to Caesarea, and there's these two officials from Tyre and Sidon, which are two cities I controlled the food supply for at that time, which I had cut off two years earlier. So they're getting of course really you did. skinny, if you know what I mean. So they've come to like beg for mercy or something like that. So, of course, I'm not actually going to give them any mercy because I'm not over it yet. I'm never over it. But I, my ego really needed a boost. So I said, sure, sure, gather everybody in the amphitheater. Um, I, I'll give a speech. You can beg for mercy. So I put on my royal silver robe. Ah, uh, now we get to the silver robe part. Yes, okay, so when I stepped out in this in the sunlight, I looked spectacular. It was like a human disco ball. <laughs> Wait, you guys have disco balls in hell? Ken, disco is the soundtrack of hell. <laughs> You know, now that you mentioned, I could totally see yeah. that. So anyways, I step out, step out in the amphitheater, and I uh, give my speech, and they all start yelling, this is the voice of a god, well, not of a man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How did you handle that? What do you mean? Well, here you are. You're the king of Israel. Judea. And, uh, whatever. And, um, but this is a nation that follows the Ten Commandments, and here they are calling you a god. I mean... You didn't see that that could possibly be a problem for you? No, my best friend is a god. Caligula. Emperor Caligula. Who claimed that he was something like, what, god of Jupiter? God of Jupiter. A uh, god Jupiter himself. Good trivia. Yeah, well, 
didn't he get assassinated? Well, yeah. Okay, so he, he wasn't even a real god then. Okay, look, if they want to make me god for a day, what's the harm in it? Well, the, the harm in it is that you're actually going to tick off the real god. Well, I know that now, Ken. Where were you in 44 BC? Thanks for nothing. Well, <laughs> yeah. But if I remember right, back in 44 BC, you dropped dead right on the spot. Um, so, I, yeah, I dropped on the spot. And you're right, it was AD, whoever said that. Good for you. Good no, I just went with what you told smart me. Audience. I figure you're the guy. It's a so. smart audience. Now, normally, if you corrected me in the old days, whoop, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now I've totally lost the question. Okay, so... Drop dead. Yeah, I dropped dead, but I wasn't... I dropped on the spot. They had to carry me out of the amphitheater. And then it took me five painful days to actually finish dying. Of intestinal worms. Yeah, right. that's what they tell me. Whew. Um, okay, so... All right, so let's backtrack. Just kind of to put everything in perspective here. A year before that, St. Peter, Caesarea... And he's making a speech. He's talking to the people, and they're dropping down, and they're doing the exact same thing with him. They're calling him a god. But the difference is Peter puts the brakes on and says, whoa, 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 get up. I'm a man just like you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then he escapes from your prison. With help. With help from God. Okay, is there like a a point you're trying to make? Well, yeah, okay, the point. uh, Well, how about we just read the point I'm trying to make here. Um, So, instantly an angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the God the glory. So he was consumed with worms and died. Meanwhile, the word of God continued to spread and there were many new believers. So, his movement spreads out worldwide. And don't get me wrong here, no offense, but you need an advanced degree in history to even figure out which of the Herods you are. It, it seems to me that he did pretty good for just being an ignorant fisherman from Galilee, don't you think? Okay, Ken, let me, let me tell you two lessons uh, that I learned too late. First, God is real. And you cannot beat him. And second, sin is called sin and evil is called evil for just one reason. Because it destroys us. So sin is fun at first, right? Maybe even exciting, you know, like you're getting away with something, like the rules don't apply to you. But all the time, it's eating you from the inside. In my case, literally. Now, look at my whole family tree, even the ones that weren't technically stricken by God. Every one of them passes for just one reason, our own sin. So don't envy a guy like me. Don't even be afraid of a guy like me. Because we're not getting away with anything. Not in the end. That's a, <clears throat> that's a little heavy. Uh, on, uh, well, you know what? On that note, how about uh, we give it up one more time for King Herod of Agrippa? 